0: It's Cash, Color, Cannabis, High Level of Conversation on Daily.tv And this episode is sponsored by Atlantibus Clothing. Our drug lord, Atlantibus, and Return to Viper lines are all available, available for purchase Excuse me, right now. Uh, head, to, head to AtlantibusClothing.com and shop today. Alright man I ain't even gonna waste No more time man Hailing from Chicago Via Detroit Smoking the best strains man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Probably could dunk on you In the mic On the mic <laughs> And on the court I got my boy Slim Slim in the building With me yeah, man Slim was what's good, good boy was
1: good man Chilling Chilling straight You know what I'm saying Straight from the south side Of Chicago Always Always raping But yeah Hailing from Detroit So shout out to Motherfucking good old Detroit Michigan oh,
0: no. Shout out to Detroit Detroit in the building Right now yeah, Shout out my boy Willie got, J Peso you know, I see Detroit yeah, Coalition Detroit yeah. DJ yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I
1: always, I always got the, you know, the gang with me. You know, and
0: salute to Weed Bar too. Weed Bar, y'all ain't here, but man, shout,
1: shout to them. them. They had an event too um, yesterday. I know whether you think uh, went to that. They had an event though that was a, a nice little pop up shop. Definitely uh, represented for Martin Bro, the I, King. So I'm plotting good. to get
0: up there, man. Philly and Detroit, two places I'm trying to go to this month, February and March. But I'm trying to figure out what COVID looking like, man. Like, I man, keep yeah, don't
1: not. Baby. You see, we down here uh,
0: with y'all, <laughs> so <laughs> not yet. Nah, yet that's not a positive. Don't have yeah. Ke- don't have Keisha sending emails like "All right, y'all got to cease and desist all actions." <laughs> <laughs> but um, let me get, let me get into it, man. Uh, for those who don't know, man, because I've had a chance to get to know you, you've been in the studio before. Mm-hmm. We haven't had you on the show yet, man. But um, um, introduce yourself, everybody.
1: Boss. No, I'm uh, Slim Dollar Sign L I M. Don't forget the dollar sign. Also known as Slim with the pack P A C two Ks. Uh, Represent the South Side of Chicago. Uh, one of the best independent artists you're gonna see, and one of the greatest known cannabis connoisseurs out here. <laughs>
0: that's a that's an intro, man. Yep. And no Now, um, I, I I meet. I really meet people Who are taller than me now I, I, We were talking about earlier When I used to play ball It was it was a routine thing To rock into somebody Who was 7 feet tall Or something like that But yeah. you really meet somebody Who's standing 6'6 six, six like yourself So I'm sure like yourself Like myself um, Basketball was what brought you Into the world first yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying Yeah Talk to us about Growing up playing, playing ball uh,
1: Definitely uh, I mean I gotta say the typical Yeah being around in Chicago Living in Chicago Yeah I played basketball You know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, I would consider myself pretty, uh, pretty damn decent Enough to get some You know what I'm saying Some scholarship attention, play some division two, uh representing HBCU. So you know what I'm saying. I graduated from a HBCU and uh played ball there, championships and all types of shit like that. You can look Google the real government name. I'll let you know that later but well, you your pops played saying? too, didn't he? Yeah, he played at the uh, University of Illinois. So he's a big uh was a big former D one player. He uh touched the NBA a little bit, did some overseas stuff, so it's in a, it was in the pedigree. So, I got even a younger brother that was on the same, same way. We both attended the same college and won championships together. So, literally high school ball to literally college. So, yeah, a Now, lot.
0: now for those, you know, basketball, like football, growing up in, in the inner city, that could become your life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And when, you, when it comes time to separate it, again, it's like your life. You done made it so much of your identity. That is what you are. Uh, what was it like the day that you decided that hoops wasn't going to be your future?
1: Um... What made me really decide hoops when who's uh, one gonna be the uh, future? Yep, that's clutch. whos was gonna be the futures. Actually, it was more of a uh, for me a family choice because I uh, didn't want to like I could have kept going on some overseas hooping. Could have been hours, hours away. But shoot, I was glad to have a firstborn child coming, my daughter, and then I was uh, about just about about to marry my wife. So I was like, I'm kind of cool with the whole career of what I've done in basketball. So. It's time to move on And actually do some other stuff
0: Bro it's hard for brothers To move away from a sport Like that man Like serious Like it's Like I I tell people My story Freshman year I was in college I'm playing ball Mm -hmm. And I was loving it and then what happened was over that summer, I went to this program called En-ROADS mm-hmm. And you start getting around people who ain't their whole life, wasn't playing exactly. ball. Like, you know, I'm, I'm meeting this dude who grew up in a project down the street from me. He speak Arabic and two other languages. True. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> I could shoot a jumper. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm exactly. thinking about myself. I can shoot a jumper. You speak three languages.
1: And it's a lot of like... The lay, like you just said, layers of stuff that you end up finding you have common with the same folks. Yeah, like, yeah, damn, exactly. I can do this same thing, da da da. And I happen to play basketball, and you just happen to do this. So it actually now shows a lot more of yourself, and where you're like, okay, I want to show that side is where you just know me as the hooper or whatever, but. It's some other stuff I can do, so that literally, like you said, you you still see people in the, in open gyms running around, still living that dream. Yeah. But you going to work at eight in the morning the next day, so you got to relax. This is, you know, what I'm saying, let's get this quick sweat. You know, what I'm saying, Com- be competitive and then dap up after this because it's over. You know what I'm saying? Let's for get real. back to real for life.
0: Really. Like I know some boys, man. They w- they've been trying to go overseas for years, man. I'm like, let it go. Son.
1: It stunts. It stunts. Maybe some people's. Uh, You say uh, Not with talent Cause you never get to look at What else you can do
0: I say that same shit Like you know I have a nephew Who's 6'4 now He big boy Big boy True. And I say the same thing When he You know The minute you got to be A certain height they're looking at you down here You should play football And I'm like Exactly Bro, You don't have what to you, Learn who you are as a person exactly. first Before you adopt something else As your personality
1: And it's always Because if you end up Liking whatever it is You're going to just Stay Keep put with it. it Whether it's the sport You love it Or it's something else So yeah I, I even say that to Even my daughter She's stretching out Now everybody asks she going to hoop And I'm like It's a possibility But I got to see What she really likes I can't put that on her yeah. so i feel exactly what you mean
0: yeah that's definitely it's definitely an issue in our community if you hit a certain height they're gonna they're they gonna give Facts. you a career <laughs> you're <laughs> you gonna get a career Facts. early Facts. man but um you decided not to not to hoop no more you made the choice for for music now music is a, is a similar addiction <laughs> like yes. what made you choose what made you choose music um
1: having different moments of actually literally downloading the fruity loops and recording them on in my my laptop in the summertime because i couldn't do it during the season yeah or having different moments with, with teammates of us and we doing freestyle stuff because that's what we happen to do so i was just the one that said well i'm gonna stick to it despite um definitely taking the steps to become a better artist and still doing that but just the simple fact that you transition it from something that was, you know what I'm saying, kind of typical to where it's like your basketball player, you're trying to rap, that kind of situation, or just you're trying to rap in general. So I just said, I'm gonna just go ahead and do it because this is actually something that I've loved to do. I've done it, first recording was in fifth grade. I recorded me and my buddy. So this is something that, just something that other people just didn't see until I let it be shown. So
0: yeah. Who was some of your music, um, early musical inspiration?
1: Uh, Kanye. Two Chainz, Jay, uh, Tyler the Creator, Currency. That's top five. Got to throw, uh, got to throw uh, Wiz in there. Big ass influence. Uh, other shit, Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying? Teddy Pendergrass. Real motherfucking soul shit, funkadelic shit also. So those are literally the core. If I, if at the end of the day, that's what I'm gonna go back to and listen to, and kind of help with the inspiration among other stuff. But that's, that's the folks that literally drove where I'm at now.
0: Yeah. You know, Chicago is a hotbed for not just hoops, but hip-hop as well. Um, but you found your way to Detroit. And when it comes to Detroit and hip-hop, um, Detroit people, you know what I'm saying, got they, Detroit, from Sean to Dilla's, you know what I'm saying, the Proof, the Eminem's, the list can yep. go on and on. There's a musical history in Detroit. What made you want to leave from Chicago and try to start your career over here in a whole other space? Well, literally
1: coming the fact that I was already in North Carolina. So, living down there, had to up and move uh, due to family situation. It was either kind of another foreign kind of state somewhere else or it was kind of Michigan. And literally tapping into Michigan, I feel like right at a time where it was everybody was about to hear about it, but everybody ain't heard about it. So, you had those figures, like you say, Sean and, you know what I'm saying, the Dillas and Eminem's, those kind of figures. but. This is the time where now I'm seeing the Sada Babies. You see the Ice Bezos You're seeing the Babyface Rays. You're seeing the GTs. you starting to see a lot of names that they were figures that were in, in Detroit, the culture, payroll Giovanni, stuff like that. They were in the culture that now everybody in the broad aspect is seeing, and I feel like I caught a right cusp of time, and I'm a, I'm in the right around people that I ain't even got to a point to start it yet, but just with Detroit, is it's a right time. So – I just found like it was just a move that I knew just had to go down, and it was something that's always familiar in this Midwest. So, yeah. I got had to come at least back towards the crib.
0: Yeah, was it like in Detroit? Was it was it a, was it a drastic difference from Chicago?
1: It's a difference, but I always reference Detroit as a fucking cousin, dog. Like they're cousin to Chicago. Detroit got their Chicago folks got their own attitude and that own swagger that we carry, no matter where we going. That's probably the first thing we're gonna tell you is we from Chicago. You don't even know our name, but you knew we were from Chicago. <laughs> just like a Detroit person, I'm from the D. They're going to let that be known like right away. And it's a certain swagger that they got that you you love and you hate. You hate that they may be just as cocky, but them some hustling motherfuckers That's that fast. they go get it. And I see it no matter what. So Detroit wasn't, nah, they, nah, it, it, it wasn't too hard at all. All
0: right, let's get into some music, man. Yeah, um, sure. One of the first records I found, I found from Slim was the first time record. You know uh, And it's before, it was before I, Actually I don't smoke I almost hit that too I don't smoke on air Because I be forgetting questions But you know, The first I mean uh, You know what I'm saying We're chilling But close I got too. you Professional You see how that did it We about to have a conversation I was about to hit Wait like, hold on That's not me <laughs> I'll be, be stuttering Through these questions But first time <laughs> Was the first record I heard from Slim Where I was like Yo I like this It was a catchy joint It was really It was a different type of song Then the video came out And it was all It was over man um, Speak to us about first time And when i Speak to us first about the, the melody and the musical style that you used on the record? Because it, it was a leap from just being a rapper.
1: Um, definitely, uh, Big Ups, DJ Larry Love, that was the producer. Uh, again, another coalition DJ uh, from Detroit. Um, he just had, to him, he was making a beat that was a different sound to beat from Detroit sound. As soon as he played it, I was instantly in love. and. I ain't gonna lie. I just orchestrated in the bathroom while I was smoking. Real live, like that's how it went down. Why well, now? I hear it. I, I hear that <laughs> you, now. Like you, like literally, dog. Towel under, uh, covers under the door. Shower up and running, and I'm in that bitch sauna. And all of a sudden, I'm just bobbing to it, and I'm writing it down. And literally went to go record it, and got a kind of sort of reaction. When you get something in the comments on Instagram, when you get people to like, oh damn, like that's it, and that reaction just literally spread it amongst stuff, And then the video came out because I wanted to make sure it really visualized and, and depicted what I was saying. And shout out to my uh, young lady from Canada that did the uh, the art, uh, visual arts for that and did the animated uh, visual for it and... Yeah, that's that's how you see first time.
0: And that was really, were you really chronicling your actual first time smoking weed in that in that, in that song?
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking. Literally, the my cousin is literally the guy I got high in in West Bloomfield, Michigan, with a bong of some purple shit. I was fried. I was fried. But I've had the I, I've never even told a lot of my, a lot of people. I definitely uh, mentioned it to you. My first, I the first time trying to hit a blunt. That's why I, that's why I say, uh, excuse my language, fuck blunts. Because <laughs> the first time I hit it, I did get high. I didn't. But it was one of those moments where I've heard people say, I don't get high. I didn't get high the first time. I was like, okay, I get it. But I just didn't do it correctly. So, yeah, that bong experience, though, yeah, it, it broke the mold.
0: My first time was a bong, too. See? Yeah, my first time was a bong, too. And it took me a minute to get into <laughs> blunts. Yeah. Primarily because, you know, um, shit, like, I can't even explain it, really. It's like... For one, it took me a mile to really learn how to even roll. I understand. I and was you know messing what I'm saying? up, saying? By the time I learned how to roll, then you got to realize, you know, one, I'm tasting a lot of tobacco. I was messing up definitely on the blunts when
1: I started off. I purled. Like, my first one, I purled. Like, my first blunt roll ever, purled that mug. But the next Sex five, life. six, seven was like, what tragic. are you doing? <laughs> Literally. So, it took me to actually, uh, I was living in, a, going to school in Missouri and actually messed up my first year of college and left and was living in Michigan prior, actually, a couple years. I was rolling joints. I had kind of smoking by myself and my roommate was my brother. We playing ball, but he not smoking. So I'm literally just rolling jays by myself type stuff. So that's when, the, that's where the kind of joints start. I was in between blunts and joints, but now it's like, I'm just at the joints only. I don't, I don't do no, none of the fontos, the leaves, the rellos, I'm good on it, totally.
0: Bougie smoker man. yeah? Bougie. <laughs> Boogie. Bougie, Bougie, Bougie doobies. Bougie doobies. That should, yep. that should be a shirt. Bougie doobies, man. Um first Put it time. On the shirt. First time caught the attention of um cinematic music. Shout yeah. out to Johnny Shipes and them, man. Yep. Um how did they how did they catch wind of, of what you was doing with that right uh, record? it's actually
1: me working. I caught them. He was on the live doing something for the pandemic, trying to uh, raise some money. So cool. Let me throw some money towards that and listen to the tune. And he heard the tune, literally instantly caught a vibe. And that's what the music, all, all my music, is about. it's a vibe, no matter what you say. We music, whatever you want to call it, it's a vibe. And he caught it. And he was like, okay, da-da-da, we emailed. And then I told him, like, yeah, I got the visual. I own this. this. is all my music stuff. This is mine. This ain't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no situations, nothing like that. And he was like, okay, bet. Saw the video. I was like, oh, shit, bet. Let's do 420. Like, yeah. let's do that now. So got a little uh that song has a little situation definitely a situation with them uh in the video so shout out to cinematic music group shout out to the smokers club shout out to johnny shipes shout out to that whole you know send that whole gang. because again that was that was definitely a good situation for me moving personally as a independent artist and doing this
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's definitely it was definitely something that help me put something on that resume.
0: Yeah, and plus, cinematic, what they do is, um, it's kind of, it fits what you do. Exactly. You know what I mean? It not, it's not just Dizzle. Like like, like exactly. Johnny Shites is a weed head. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? He has like, a, like, lot it, a lot of
1: moves. He's done a lot of stuff. He's the Nipsey Hussle's the, you know Curcies. what I'm saying? Like, Currencies. Like, when you think about mm-hmm.
0: cinematic for real, you have to really think about what they, like they put out so much independent shit, that you almost don't, um, you can't even, you don't even think about it. Like exactly. you don't even think about how much they put out. Matter of fact, don't they got a dispensary coming out? Uh-huh.
1: I heard something about the. I know they definitely doing some cannabis stuff. They do a lot of like some cannabis stuff. I wonder if they're doing. I know they're doing. Uh, they definitely had some collabs with Burner and Cookies. Yeah. So that's a lot of stuff they did. Some a lot of merch they just Let dropped. Let me see. Merch. I gotta
0: go back online. I feel like I saw Johnny Shipes and um, um, Shipes Bubs, Detroit signing paperwork. I think Perpetrators might have a dispensary up if there. If they pop up in
1: Detroit, I definitely want definitely know about it Shice Buzz I mess with him he like really right. definitely is definitely interactive when I hit him up yeah. so I definitely that's somebody I want Shice to catch up with another one he
0: showed a lot of love and when I go to New York <laughs> I'd be scared to smoke with people, but I, I want to smoke with you, dog. Like, last time we yeah. last time we had a chance to kick it, it was quick. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah. next time, I feel like we got to burn one down. Got to. Got to. <laughs> we got to burn one down. You, you certainly bring sense of humor to your music, too. Like, yeah. um, I was listening to My Name Joe earlier, and yeah. I'm like, this dude is wild as hell. <laughs> how, how important is it for you to inject humor into your music? And, and is that just kind of you just injecting your personality? Or?
1: Yeah, just definitely when it comes to just the use of certain words and just, you know what I'm saying, making sure even the ad-libs, exaggerating, just... That's a part of me that's sometimes when people be like, oh, he cool. Now, most people know I'm goofy or say something. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of silly. I'm always laughing at somebody or something. So it just always is shown. And just also just thinking about even the visuals just to make sure that you, you know what I'm saying, it grabs your attention because sometimes the song may not hit you, but that visual definitely helps. And I don't mind that. Shoot, the visual helps. Then that just means you're going to listen to the song. It helps you listen even more because I'm going to paint the picture for you. So. Definitely it's always cool to inject you know sense of humor and stuff. It's it's all right, nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, man. Um you also talk about weed a lot. I mean it's clear as day. You know what I'm saying? You you talk about weed to the point where you got your own web series, Strains with Slim, man. Yes, yes. Talk to us about Strains with Slim. Like how does Strains with Slim I guess spawn out of everything else you do from the music and everything else?
1: Strains with Slim. Uh definitely subscribe on YouTube, Slim with the Pack, P A C Two ks We got a hashtag Strains with Slim. I'm reviewing strands and you know what i'm saying educating you on the different uh ways of how it goes when you smoke it it all just came about because i wanted to educate uh our people just to let them know every strand it ain't just oh that's the same weed or they made up some names or it ain't just loud but no it's actually something that helps you for your different reasons you got a headache or you need some help with your you know what i'm saying eating Different things of that nature, and I just wanted to make sure as I keep learning about it, especially stepping into Michigan and into a uh, you know, saying a state full of people that's always you know, saying know what they're talking about, not just smoking it, but know what they're talking about. I want to make sure to you know, saying translate that to our people because it's not some sometimes that language is a little bit different. So I want to be that barrier to say, hey. Nah, what he is saying is this. Nah, that's not no. Uh, you can hit the wax. That's not crackhead stuff. He go hit the wax this way. You can hit the bomb. You're not. You're not tripping. The edible. Please don't eat the whole damn brownie. Eat a piece of it because you will feel better. Eat like that. Don't let, eat me, the whole brownie let me the let me let me let me give you that part because it's you know what I'm saying. They ain't letting you know that, and they don't give a damn if you know that or not. They just care you buying. I want you to actually buy it because. You know about it. Otherwise you ain't gotta buy it from me. You ain't gotta buy it where I'm at. You can go find it. But it just came by educating man. Do you have a favorite strain? Uh besides Slim Sherbert. <laughs> uh shoot. My favorite strand it has to, uh, I had some, man, I don't know, it may have been some of cookies from my guy Joe, man. This dude grew the hell out of some of cookies. And I love it because it smells so stinky, from when you open it to when it's in the paper, not even lit yet, to when you light it. And most people don't like the strain because it's kind of sativa-ish, but I'm on some sativa shit for these past couple months. Yo, why I why people like hating on sativa? Because they like, don't, like, you, you're not supposed all weed they going to put you on your ass. <laughs> That's what that means. It's not supposed to put you on your ass. Yeah. Like, like, go ahead and smoke a sativa and go clean this whole goddamn place yeah, up. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Lit. That's like, for feel. real. That's how I feel. Wanna go like,
1: edit a video. Go, yeah. Sativa, let's go. Super Lemon Haze. Go ahead. Hit that bro, in the bomb. I be
0: telling people I'm a sativa head, and niggas be really, like, judging me. Like, See?
1: fuck, you bougie. You got a little yeah. bougie to it, so that's all right. Ain't nothing wrong doobies, with it. Man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with it. But that's sativa. Ain't, that's why I like this trout can of cookies right now. But my guy Joe. Only Joe. Not the, not the Joe I'm referring to in my song, but. It's another joke. Oh.
0: Is there, is there <laughs> a chance we ever gonna see you, your own strain? Like, is, is, was that was the, the?
1: Yeah, when I start growing, which is coming soon, soon enough. That's the plan. So I'm a strategic guy. right now. I'm, I don't got it with me. I had my weed bible with me. I got it. I'm reading that correctly again. Just learning the, the language and breaking it down, so now I can actually understand and then grow it. Because eventually I want to orchestrate my own strain, or at least orchestrate people to do my own strain. So that's in the near couple years in the near future.
0: Word, man. You know, COVID definitely changed the way everybody does things from mm-hmm. releasing music to performing to everything you had to do as far as reaching engaging audiences, especially as an artist, all changed. How do you feel like COVID has changed the way you do things? And um, how are you going to move that? I guess, how would that move with you going into the future?
1: It made me uh, get a little bit more strategic. And uh, open my ears up to uh, other people who gave advice about what should be done among what they already seen prior to what's going on so it just made me start thinking about actually moving more in the plan and actually doing a lot more things to educate what I need to actually build further in the future so the COVID kind of maybe slowed stuff down for a lot of people but it it didn't really slow me down, but it made me start thinking of a, a, a better plan to execute because stuff can change out of nowhere, but but stuff still is going on. So if you're in the right space and the right environment, right situations, right people, nothing's really going to stop you progressing and making this money and progressing what you're doing. So just going into the right space now.
0: All right man so speaking of music getting back to music mm-hmm. um, what are you working on right now Like, what, are, is there an EP in the work is there an LP or something like that
1: uh, right now I had a couple of, last video just dropped Wake and Bake so video and song just dropped um I got uh a Stoner's Paradise is the last EP. Uh, shout out to DJ Mark G definitely uh jumping on a couple beats and hosting that for me. The next uh song that I'm actually dropping and uh, a video is gonna be called uh, BDE, Big Dick Energy. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Spread some acknowledgement there uh in twenty twenty one. For the for the ladies, uh, pause, not talking to you fellas at all. But you can understand, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not even about a physical situation, it's just about the How oil we bring yourself. and shit like that. The you know energy. what I'm saying? So all the energy that's that's be, I mean, that's, be, I mean, that's yeah. definitely dropping. You know what I'm saying? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> gotta let it gotta be let it be known, ladies, that you know what I'm saying. We love y'all. We just trying to show y'all a different type of energy. So Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, coming up in Chicago, man, I'm pretty sure that you had a chance to hoop with some people who, who became legends, man. Like who who was some of the cats you hooped with coming up?
1: Uh oh I've been around at least I hooped around Mark uh, Michael Jordan's son. Even though they ain't make it, that's still Jordan <laughs> in your name. So yeah, right, Jordan in your uh, name. Uh, I can't think. It's a couple of people that's overseas. A lot of people overseas. A lot of overseas trapping. Like, I like say, that's a dip. Mm, well
0: you you can get to D two and D three and go play overseas.
1: These is D one folks that that were in the smaller D one colleges. They was in my high school. Just uh, they was just dunking and doing everything and just killing stuff. But Literally, they transitioned them to go overseas where that bag was still a high five or six digits and you there six, seven months and you traveling. So I asked a lot of overseas names that I've I've seen and came across with. I think the last uh last big person I I had training with uh Derek Rose is one of Derek Rose's former college teammates, uh Donnell Mack in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. He's my trainer one a former uh teammate on my semi pro team. That's probably like one of the most period shots I've probably seen in person, just on the you know I'm saying, just a regular scale type mm-hmm. stuff, so i bring up his name. He was definitely somebody that played the big D1, so yeah.
0: You know, going overseas, you scare me, because I'm like, I don't know if I want to live in Croatia. You know i I was ready. <laughs> I was, I thought, I was like, I, I was like,
1: fuck it, I'm out. Like, fuck it, I'm gone. But I was like, eh it's cool I ain't got that time because the bread like you know I'm not gonna do all that for Ugh. a couple months for 900 dollars like you crazy
0: that's what I'm saying too the, the rates go up and down like there's gonna be like you say the high six figures to fives then there's gonna be people like you might as well just work a job in America
1: like, somebody tried to tell me to go to Mexico and playing a uh, a six six and under league I'm like I'm not playing nah, the no, center no. I'm <laughs> like what I look like I'm playing with me going them and they were 510 and I'm the center I'm good' stay home and just work, work at this car rental <laughs> spot. Yeah, for real.
0: You well just got that check because people don't get that aspect of it. If I was going overseas, like I, I remember when um Josh Childress, I think it was Josh Childress, boy, Afro kid, he was over. He yep. he said after NBA and went to Greece. Yes, that made it sound like yeah everybody should go overseas. I'm like, but yeah, there's some and the, people. And the
1: crazy part, my mom's one of my mom's friends. Her son went to school with him, and like know him, know him, like really know him. I ate dinner with. Uh, the son and everything, he like showing me texts and everything like, yeah, Josh, he was at Stanford with him. So that's crazy. Even bring up his name. Cause that's one of the first guys that did that. That yeah. was like, I'm done with the league. And I think he almost still almost playing there or just, just got done playing. So, yeah. and I think, Ooh, he, he doing some stuff now too. I said, he his was name in the again. technology early too. Yeah. That's why he, that's another yeah. part
0: of why he left. And I'm like, Yo, if you remember, cause this is when the NBA went on a strike for a little while. He just said, I'm not coming back. The, a Greek team, um, offered LeBron James Like 90 million dollars For that one season I remember that <laughs> For that one that. season To come over and play He should have took it He'd <laughs> be a different he International player They be talking about
1: Brands and stuff That's important right now Today's so he, he, the- he probably been Even bigger But you know I ain't gonna touch that Nah we ain't gonna go there
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> So um, when it's all Said and done man What you want to be Remembered for
1: Education and vibes And And good And good Good vibes That's it that's what I'm being remembered for. That's it, educating the good vibes, and ain't that's all you can bring. Otherwise, what are you
0: talking about? Or what are you even doing on this earth? Facts, man. Got to leave it with something. Exactly. So, um, for those who want to follow you, want to get to know you more, get to you know, get into the music, get into Strange with Slim, how can they do that?
1: Hit me up, subscribe, like, comment on YouTube. Slim with the Pack. Slim with the Pack. PAC2Ks. That's also on the Instagram handle. So. You can definitely follow me there. Check out the stories. You know what I'm saying? I'm always being goofy, asking silly stuff, talking stuff.
0: So, that's where you can find me at. Straight up. My God, man. Hopefully, we can get up to Detroit soon, man. Philly and Detroit. Philly is supposed to be in February. Detroit is supposed to be in March. If we can make both those things happen, we definitely going to We,
1: we going to see. We yeah. going to see about the March. Nah, shoot. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, hit, hit folks up. Hit folks up. we exactly. hit, We, we enlightening you
0: on what's going on, because, shoot, yes. Yeah, before you book that flight, see yeah. what's going on. I mean you
1: may right. some underground
0: stuff, so we're gonna sh- I don't wanna run into some militias, man. What Michigan be wild. <laughs> right. Michigan thank you. They always wilding. talk about Chicago. Yeah, Detroit is
1: Detroit my it's cool. Y'all my y'all my spot though. I love y'all. I'm just saying. I love Detroit.
0: <laughs> I love Detroit, <laughs> little my boy. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you catching up with us yeah, while you're yeah. in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, shout yeah. out
1: to our coalition DJs. Shout out to coalition DJs. The anniversary I had to mention. The anniversary yeah. was lovely. Shout out to my coalition DJs in Detroit, Chicago, Atlanta, Mississippi, Tennessee, all over. But shout out to Detroit especially because they didn't took me in. So shout out to them especially.
0: And hey, my guys. What's up, man? All right, so and we- the girls.
1: Shout out to the ladies in uh, of Coalition Detroit. They kicked my ass.
0: <laughs> Crazy. My boy, I appreciate you coming through tonight. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Hey, let's go kick it for a second, man. Yeah, and, um, holly, you know, holly, go highlight Willie J. J. Peso or something. Yeah, 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 yeah Willie J and them, and them shows it. and all that, man. Hell yeah, hell but, yeah. But that's Cash Color Camp. It's high level of conversation on live daily.tv. We out.
1: Peace.